to live quiet, normal lives. We thought we could find that here in Skolmesa. When Solar showed up, didn't anyone oppose him? Just Prescott. Nobody tried to help him? Look at us! Do we look like soldiers? All we want is to be left in peace. Solar and his men attacked anyone who so much as questioned his authority. Then they would never be seen again. Prescott and the others are alive. Help me now and we can rid the town of these criminals! Scott! I can't! How can you call yourself a doctor? Hello everyone and welcome to Gospel X. It's been a long time since we uh, did one. I think this was because of... Let's just blame it on COVID. Like everything, let's just blame everything on COVID since everyone's doing that right now. They're blaming their career advancements on COVID. They're bringing their ingrained toe on COVID. You know, so let's, uh, let's just blame it on COVID, right, Henry? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, Henry, how about you take it away? Kick us off. Uh, what's the title of the episode? Uh, what's it about? And yeah, just gives a, gives the crowd what this general synopsis is on this episode. Go for it. Yeah. So the name of the episode is Secrets Not Long Buried. And in this episode, we get uh, new characters introduced. Dr. Taylor Prescott. Apparently, he's another one of those people that uh, mentored Scott Summers Cyclops when he was a kid. He went to go and found his own town where humans and mutants could live and cooperate together. Um, and he just wants to go and see him again after Dr. Prescott in, invited him to the town. So, you know, things happen. His plane gets shot down. He realizes the town has been occupied by a group of thugs. And the rest of the citizens of the town are unwilling to kind of step up and offer any kind of resistance to these this gang led by um, Bill Braddock, uh, also known as Solar, just uh, who is using the town's people to mine gold under the town to make him rich. Yeah, so it's almost like, yeah, it's a classic uh, uh, story of uh, the bullies oppressing the uh, innocent. And uh, but the innocent cannot like don't want to rise up because they just don't want to rock the boat and don't want to get themselves into trouble and don't want to be killed, right? Yeah, it kind of and feels like a Western kind of genre. Yeah, you, know, you have a lone stranger stroll into town and you see the corrupt, you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, like yeah, corrupt mayor just uh, um, forcing everyone to be slaves, basically. Yeah, and I'm and, gonna do something about it. <laughs> yeah. And it's quite interesting in this episode because uh, it touches on a couple of a couple of themes. You know, the first theme is why are people unwilling? Why are people unwilling to kind of offer any resistance when bullies or thugs or people who are evil people take over a community? Why are they not willing to do that? Second of all, what is it that eventually, eventually they do rise up and we're able to um, overthrow um, Solar. But what were the conditions that motivated them to do so? What yeah. was it about Cyclops coming to town that actually gave them the motivation? Because they could have offered up resistance. They could have rose up at any time. Yeah. But yeah. it's only after Cyclops came that they, there was a spark that made that happen. Yeah. What, what did Cyclops do right that rallied everyone to be motivated and to fight, right? Yeah. 
Like yeah. what, like what did Cyclops do to motivate people to make a change, to actually be part of the change and not just be on the sidelines accepting what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. like there was a scene in the sh- in the episode where Doctor Tanaka was just saying, "We're not soldiers. We're not warriors. We just want to be left in peace here," and just very adamant that uh, they're um, not willing to kind of off like resist at all because of who they are yeah and that's the scene that you uh that the audience just we just showed you uh in the beginning and so uh um and that's in reference to that all right so we got two points that we need to address right um so which one do you want to well let's attack number one first so what are your thoughts on number one point number one number one i think people are just afraid they're just afraid and you know, when you're you're afraid and uh, there's consequences and you're not yeah. sure if people are going to go and stand up with you. Yeah. 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 Like, why would you be want to be the first person to stand up mm. and you know get disappeared mm-hmm. when uh, you don't see anybody else standing mm-hmm. up for it? Yeah. It's interesting because uh, uh, we may not be experiencing this in our society because we're just so blessed to be living in you know, the side of the world where there's freedom and et cetera. But then there's injustice as well, right? There, there's quite a few injustices in our neighborhoods, like social injustice, uh, and then of course, environmental injustice and, and such and such and such and homelessness, et cetera. Uh, how come, so basically we see it around, how come we do not take part in these changes, right? We know that there's a problem here and how come we do not want to take part in it and be part of the change? And how come the folks who are being uh, treated unjustly are do not want to be part of the change as well, right? Uh, right, Henry? So it's like, uh, and I agree with you. I think it's just, well, for this side of the world, I think it's about convenience. <laughs> not so much and about fear. <laughs> that, that brings us to our second point of yeah. why was Cyclops able to go and convince everybody? Yeah, out of their convenience, change. out of their, yeah, what, so basically bring it today in this reality, like, what did Cyclops do? What, what, what did Cyclops do that we could learn from that could actually bring about change in the various injustices that we see today, right? We may not be in a slave mine, we may not be mining for gold, and our lives may not be at risk in doing it, but what motivates us to get out of our comfort zone, right? Is that what, like, uh, basically... Yeah, and absolutely. What... And one of the things that we noticed in the episode is Cyclops was wholly willing to go face to face, engage with the people, build that personal connection. Um, he wasn't going to just uh, sit behind a computer and just uh, type a bunch of messages. He went and actually um, talked to the people as close as he could get to build yeah. that connection. As and opposed the people to... saw. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and the people saw that he, he was experiencing the same things that they were. Yeah, he, he got beaten up, right? Yeah, he got beaten up. Um, basically, Bill Braddock said that, you know, let yourself go ask for help. Go ask everybody for help yeah, because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. so afraid nobody's going to help you. Yeah, and so he yeah. went out and actually asked a bunch of people to help him, but no one would. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he did it out of like what he tried to do it through just mere talk, right? Trying to convince people, but he couldn't. Not until he actually was living the life of them. 
he got beaten up. He was put into uh, the, he was put into work. He was slaved, right? So yeah. basically, people saw that Cyclops was willing to be in their shoes, like indefinitely. Cyclops was willing to be in their shoes indefinitely. Um, so case in point in the in, in reality check here, I uh, like uh, I was sharing with Henry today just now about you know me watching a, a bunch of um, on the news a bunch of, from a bunch of organizations you know good good natured or and good purposed organizations trying to uh, promote homeless advocacy you know like uh, to solve homelessness and when I was watching this uh, news I saw, like I wonder if we're now more inclined to just talk and just like Henry says, just to type out little speeches on our, our keyboards and just send it away. Because what I saw was that um, the representatives from these homeless advocacy groups, they were wearing their Canada goose jackets or Architerix uh, jackets. They were with their iPhones, reading their notes of their speech on their iPhones. And they're not cheap iPhones either. There's a, there's a three camera iPhone. So I know that they, they own these pro iPhones, right? And I'm like going... I wonder if uh, like uh, we today, the reason why nothing gets done or not, there's no changes involved, we cannot motivate people to change is because the very people who are speaking on behalf of them can't even live in their shoes. You know, they like, can, cannot even make that connection to the people they serve, to the people they fight for, right? They're not being able to relate with them and therefore we can't relate with them as well. Like the general public cannot get behind them. And so um, it's interesting that uh, for Cyclops, because Cyclops just basically went bare bone, no powers whatsoever, right? Am I right? Yeah, yep. no powers. No powers. And he just went bare bone and just lived it, right? Which, uh, and so I, want, so I agree with you. I think the best way to uh, promote change and motivate people to be part of the change is actually to live in it. Right. And then just to like uh, and understand it and experience it fully and rather just not just a night out in a tent somewhere in your backyard saying, oh, I, I, I experienced cold. Let's go back inside. No. <laughs> right. Uh, have, are you part of this? Uh, like, uh, are you part of the, um, the solution as well? And not just spilling, spilling out speeches, glorified speeches with you inside your can of goose jackets and, <laughs> and iPhones. Mm. So uh, I guess it's my turn to bring about a Christian element into this, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I think uh, for you folks out there, we know who did this too, uh, who did what Cyclops did. And this, of course, Jesus, right? Jesus lived with the misfits. He lived with the uh, sinners. He lived with the uh, prostitutes and tax collectors. He dined with them. He was accused of being part of it. In fact, he was accused of being one of them, right? So, so, so much, so he lived so much so with them that he was accused of being one of them. And we know he wasn't, but people started to draw close to him, even the people who were not the sinners or the, you know, those who are tax collectors, etc. Those people followed, and even the disciples followed him because they wanted to be part of the change. And uh, so that's a lesson for us to take away from this episode, amazingly enough that we could learn from a cartoon, one-eyed cartoon, and um, <laughs> that we can actually, that it's not about merely talking and speaking. It's not about writing the best, like, little uh, 
spiel on on uh, on a Facebook page or Twitter, like uh, Instagramming our face near a homeless man, which is really wrong, by the way. But I know that some people do, <laughs> right? I think it's uh, about uh, really truly understanding and getting into the nitty gritty of the very causes that you and I want to get be behind of, and not just like um, and not just doing the uh, token of saying, "Hey, I did this," and then that's it. You know, like, and I think there's that uh, fine line between tokenism and actually making change. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. That's it from me. Anything from you? No, I think we're good. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in another Gospel X. Unfortunately, it's December, and therefore, <laughs> this is the return of Gospel X, but also the last Gospel X for 2021. And we, Henry and I, will be more regular next year in the coming of 2022 right henry absolutely and, uh, All right. and probably we will not even do this anymore in the zoom we'll be more like uh, together in person uh, doing these gospel x in the future till next time have a wonderful week